Welcome back to our next edition of Talent Talk. It's our second consecutive edition with a, a UNF tennis athlete, uh, Dominic Bartonin, uh, uh, previously, and now Kit Gulher. Thanks for taking time. Thank you for having me. So, Kit, uh, you've you know been a household name the last year that you've been here at UNF. Uh, tons of accolades in the spring, obviously during the championship season, tournament MVP, Scholar Athlete of the Year, first team, um, and then ha- achieved historic. Um, you know, rankings and, and doubles and singles this fall. Uh, just, you know, give an intro of yourself to everybody that, that may not know you. Um, yeah, well, I'm Kit. Uh, I'm a senior here at UNF. I've been playing tennis since, I mean, since I could practically walk, but I didn't get serious about it until I was around 13. I was kind of an all-around athlete, jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but yeah, I was born in California, but I'm a military kid, so I've grown up all around, and tennis has pretty much been 90% of my life, and it's, yeah, I'd say that's pretty much it when it comes to me. I, I have a lot of hobbies outside of tennis, um, but yeah, I'd say tennis is probably my strong point, which I guess shows with all the results you just mentioned. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, playing division one sports in general is a, is a huge achievement. Not, like not a lot of people really grasp how difficult it is to, to be able to do that. Um, obviously started at a big 12 school and then we're playing and playing here now and um, both a, a very impressive achievement in itself. Uh, what, what was it about tennis for you that, that kind of um, sparked your interest and kept, you know, kept you playing this sport specifically? Um, so tennis was kind of that beast I could never tame and I still can't tame like I remember as a kid um I played a lot of soccer and a lot of lacrosse too but I was usually like the kid that you know would just like take the ball and go score because I had this like raw athleticism that just let me excel in pretty much anything I tend to pick up but like tennis oh my gosh tennis it's a whole nother level I felt like there was always something new to learn new to master and like even nowadays like my biggest draw to the sport is just how complicated it is and how much there is to learn. And I'm, I'm a student, like just for fun. Like I've always loved school. So tennis is just another aspect of that. Yeah. Tennis is, uh, you know, very easy to miss hit. You know, there's a lot of, um, like tactile skill involved. You have to be very exact. Um, you know, and, you know, if you're playing singles, obviously you're alone. So, um, that's a whole other element of the game for you and any tennis player, uh, any, 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 uh, you know, some athletes like watching the sport that they play. Some don't, is that, that the case for you? Do you watch tennis at all? Have you watched it growing up? Do you have any favorite tennis players? Um, this, this is actually an unpopular opinion, but like, I don't really like watching tennis that much unless it's like, I like watching old tennis a lot. So like, uh, like I'm talking like black and white, you know, wooden rackets, you know, I think there's something like, so like interesting and seeing like the roots of the game and seeing how it's evolved. Um, but as for like current, like modern, like professional tennis, there really isn't anybody I watch too much. Like I couldn't tell you who won the most recent Grand Slam. I couldn't tell you what the most recent Grand Slam was. And those are like the biggest tennis tournaments, you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I don't really have any idols or role models. I just go out there and hit the ball. Yeah. You just got to go and play. I mean, it's not, there's, there's, 
I think a lot of people um, get too, too caught up in just observing and sometimes, hey, that couple extra hours that I'm watching that sport, I could be doing something productive or training or getting myself ready to compete. And, you know, some people, that's, the, that's their vibe. Um, start, are you studying psychology? Is that correct? Yes, I'm studying psychology and I'm currently applying uh, to do my master's here at UNF in clinical mental health counseling. So fingers crossed I get into that program. <laughs> Great. Uh, what's, uh, what's, your, what's your game plan with that? Would you want to be a counselor or a therapist or what's, uh, what really interests you? Um, a counselor or maybe I might move on to my PhD after getting my master's and become a psychologist. I just really, um, I mean, I think psychology and tennis like they're really like other sports you can sometimes like get away with you know like not always like being like 100% like mentally tuned in but like tennis if you're a little bit just like the tiniest bit off it shows up in your game like exponentially mm -hmm. and I feel like that like draw to psychology is intertwined with tennis so I just want to be able to help people you know fight their demons like yeah. I sometimes feel like I am on the mm -hmm. tennis court <laughs> sure I mean it's uh there's nowhere to hide and it's one of those sports where people's personalities are really tied to their um their their identity as a tennis player I mean more so than a lot of sports you know you sometimes for baseball will get that with pitchers or quarterbacks just because it's a little bit more there's some singularity in in there and it's easier to see them as one person as okay that's that person's personality it's coming out in their tennis um how do you like how, how do you manage that side of the game when you're playing because i imagine it's very difficult um as a tennis player to be able to manage that um more so than you know a lot of sports yeah so um <clears throat> i think i've said this before in an interview, but I try to approach tennis as methodically as possible and sometimes like detach my emotions, which doesn't work for all players. I know some players, you know, need that motivation, like from like their emotional core to, you know, give them the energy to like fight. But for me, I feel like I play my best tennis when, you know, like I'm removed a little bit from the court as if like I'm a coach looking in and I'm thinking okay what tactics can I use here like what's the best way to approach this so I'm so focused on like how best to approach the match and how best to beat this opponent that there isn't any room like in my brain for these emotions like they're just completely and utterly blocked out um and I think that that's when I play my best matches so would you say for you that you don't really feel um, until the match is over one way or the other? Oh, no, I definitely feel during the match. <laughs> I just I just try to pretend that it's not you know, sure. there because if I, I feel so much like like yeah. I my teammates know this, but like I have like a, a, a bit of a like a mean streak or like I sometimes my rage can boil over and I'll say things, you know, that are you know, I usually would never say off the court, you know, sometimes the worst of us comes out in yeah. tennis. Um, but yeah, no, but that's not when I play good. That's when I usually like when my heart is on my sleeve, I'm not playing good tennis. Like that is not like who I am, like as a tennis player. Um, when I'm, you know, like I said, a step back, that's, that's where I should be. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It's a, uh, 
yeah, there's really not a lot of time to, to think in between points and, you know, sometimes, you know, stepping back and be able to, you know, manage that is, is, is key. You're not going to, you're not going to be yourself if, if your um, emotions are getting to you in a wrong and, you know, in a counterproductive way, but sometimes it does benefit you. Like you said, certain players do benefit from having their emotions come out. And some, some do not. Um, how long did it, did it take for you to kind of discover how you, um, should play, you know, mentally? Um, I think it took pretty much all my junior career and I'm still figuring out a bit to this day because, you know, we learn as we grow and every year, like you change as a person. Um, it's like, you know, what worked for current me wouldn't work for me just mm. a month ago. <laughs> um, yeah. but when I was a junior, um, I would usually like wildly swing between, like way too emotional and like showing like having no emotion like blocking out everything entirely and then I would have like no energy on court but I've discovered that like the best like median for me is feeling it but not expressing it and not like acknowledging it just like it's there and it like energizes me but what I'm thinking about is what you know the tactics and you know the mental side of everything mm -hmm. what um what for you how is key in preparation for matches because tennis um unlike okay let's say you know some sport that has a ton of video available for pretty much everybody that you're playing um it might be difficult more difficult to do a scout on an opponent um and then with tennis lineups you, you kind of have an idea of who you'll play in singles or doubles but you might not know for sure until that lineup is out you know versus you know uh basketball you know who those starting five is going to be you know versus you know, the lineup system's very unique in college. How do you prepare for um, an opponent in college tennis? Um, I think the simplest way to prepare is that I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my teammates actually, uh, they think it's a little bit, uh, I guess maybe funny about me, but I do not want to know the name of my opponent. I don't want to know anything about who I'm playing. Like, I don't, like so, sometimes I don't even know what town we're gonna be playing in. Like I'll mess up like this. I'll mix up the schools. I'll be like, are we playing UCF or UF? Like which one is it again? Or like what's the difference between like Florida State and Florida? Um, but yeah, because I found that like tennis, like you never know what you're gonna get. Like anybody can beat anybody on any given day, depending on mood. Just like if you're feeling the ball or not. Just tiny little things could set a tennis player completely off in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just go out there. Like I try to gauge like what my opponent is playing like, um, like as like in the first game, you know, like those first few games, like I just try to set the tone, play my like best game, you know, which is like a pretty big game, big serve, I try to come to net, um, put away the ball, like play to my, uh, forehand. And, um, I gauge from there and I adapt from there. So, yeah, I really just take it as it comes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and it's different too, because you're preparing, um, you know, for most, for a lot of players that play doubles and singles, you know, you're preparing for two matches, you're preparing for one, um, you know, two or three opponents, uh, you know, per match. And uh, yeah, obviously you play a lot of matches, so there's only so much you can, um, you can, you can really do to prepare day in and day out. Uh, as far as far as uh, the tennis um, as in singles and in doubles, um, what do you have a preference 
do you enjoy one or one more than the, uh, than the other? And, you know, what's kind of, uh, different for the layman in doubles versus playing in singles? Yeah. So, uh, first the difference in doubles and singles doubles, of course, you know, as the name would entail, (laughs) you're playing with another person (laughs) and you're against two other people. And I feel like it's a completely different, like emotional dynamic. Like I'd say a singles match is very similar to, you know, boxing sometimes. Like it's like very intense, like one-on-one, but like doubles, I feel like there's more uh, silly moments, you know, like where we're all just having fun. And, um, but like, as like, for me, like what I feel the difference furthermore between doubles and singles is that um, doubles sometimes like allows me to, appreciate the game more from like a team perspective so like I'm not just playing with some random doubles partner that I don't know because I randomly signed up to play in doubles for this tournament where I know nobody it's no I'm playing with my friend like I'm playing with like a teammate I'm playing with somebody who like you know I consider a sister and I want us to do good. And if she's feeling down, like I want to pick her back up. And if I'm feeling down, I know she's going to pick me back up. Whereas like singles, you know, like it's kind of like, yes, like you have teammates on the sidelines and you have your coaches, but like your struggles are really more like, you know, like you're the one hitting the shot. You're the one making like the mistakes. You're the one winning it at the end of the day. Um, So sometimes it's a little it's really satisfying to win a singles match because it was all you, mm-hmm. you know, um, just like in terms of who's hitting the ball on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, but winning a doubles match is more fun because it's like both me and my doubles partner. It's us. Like we did this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doubles uh, in college tennis, just because of it comes first, I've always felt as a spectator too, is <clears throat> yeah, it can be more campy. It, it can be lighter at times, obviously, because um, you're playing with somebody else and just the nature of it for whatever reason. But also there's so much energy um, because it's 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 uh, it's the first thing that's happening in that match. You know, both teams are really full of energy. It's zero zero. You're trying to get that momentum swing. You're trying to get that energy going. And and teams know you know, you go up one, nothing that helps a ton mentally, you know, looking at singles play. So I've always felt that it's had a different, um, tone, you know, to it and college tennis brings it, it. College tennis is unique and not a lot of people understand the structure of it and how the point systems work and, you know, and everything. Um, what's it like, uh, not really knowing, uh, where your match will fall in terms of importance, so to speak, in singles play. Obviously, like, you know, if you're playing in spring tennis when it's best of seven points on the table, um, you don't necessarily know if you're going to finish first or last. Um, and you might be the deciding point or you might just be another point, so to speak, for lack of a better term. What's that like? Um, does that ever come into play mentally as a player? Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually have a goal kind of, my goal is always to be the one who finishes first. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, let's say we just lost the doubles point. We're down. Oh, one. I want to be the person who like wins first and gets us back to one all. So like, we're not down. Oh, one, like we're even again. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're up one Oh, after winning the doubles point, then I want to be that person to push us like the extra, you know, two Oh, like, Hey guys, like we have a lead. Let's keep pushing. Um, as for being like the last person on the court, like it's really stressful and it, it, I don't think it's really happened to me, um, here at UNF yet. Um, but 
usually I finish too fast um, <laughs> for that to be a possibility, but that, that's good because, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Play quick and uh, get those sets over quickly. And, you know, like you said, if you play a big, bigger game, those rallies are going to be a little bit shorter too. Um, hopefully based on the strategy. Um, guys won the championship last year. Uh, you know, you had a ton of accolades. Uh, has there been a favorite moment that you've had on the court? Um, you know, during the, during the course of competition for you, you know, over your, your career at UNF so far? Um, this is another thing I'm when I'm really bad with, um, I, I struggle to remember matches or like differentiate them. I'm like, Oh, like, did we play Stetson or was that Kennesaw state? Mm -hmm. Or I can't remember. Wait, that's the one where that happened. Um, so it's hard for me to like pinpoint like a specific moment, but like, I feel like it's not necessarily the moments that like are captured, like on the court. It's not like the big championship wins that, you know, make my heart sore or like, it's not like winning the tournament, winning the tournament is nice and all, but I feel like there's these, there's these like moments in between, like, you know, when it's us as a team hanging out at the hotel or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, just like us, like being friends together. I feel like those are the moments that are most important to me as a student athlete. Um, or like, just like moments in practice that, you know, nobody's going to see, like somebody cracks a joke and like, that's all I'm thinking about for like the next like two weeks at practice. And like the matches like are just moments in between where we can show what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the benefit of being on a team and sharing those moments is that's why everybody's so, so much closer when you're, you know, you're on a team together. Um, looking ahead to, to this season, obviously you guys are aiming for seven straight championships, which is just a, an amazing feat in and of itself. Uh, and then, you know, looking at the accomplishments from the fall, you achieved uh, number, a top 10 ranking in doubles and uh, a 32nd ranking in singles. When that was achieved for you, um, did you think that was, that was going to be something that was possible at UNF for you? Um, I didn't even think, like, rankings have never been, like, a thought in my mind. Like, I didn't come to UNF thinking, like, oh, I want to – be like ranked super high or I want to win these tournaments or I want to do this and that uh I just came looking for like a good environment Mm -hmm. and I think it's nice like it's it's all gravy you know like having a 32 ranking and like being top 10 with my doubles partner yeah like it's it's great and all um but I think what's more important is like everything that I learned that got me to that 32 ranking or all the moments I had with my doubles partner uh, that got us to that nine ranking. Um, it's about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. What's been important in that journey for you to have that success here at UNF? Um, just remembering that it's, it's best to live in the present. Like so many times we can get caught up on, you know, like I have this coming up and I want to be here, but I can't be here. Um, and just remembering that like the present is something I should be appreciative of that living in the now like there's not another moment like the now (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally it it passes and it's gone and it's in the past Mm -hmm. um and just staying in the moment and remembering that I'm here to learn and I'm always here to grow that's been the most important part of staying in the journey for me what have you guys been working on uh in the preseason anything different 
that stood out to you this year? Um, I think, I mean, in the preseason, I don't know if you mean fall or the, just the like spring this. preseason, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The spring preseason. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say we're working on like, um, not only like our performance skills, but this is actually something we just talked about today. Uh, we have like performance skills and relational skills. So, you know, who we are as a tennis player and who we are as a person and, um, what skills like we need to improve on to be a better tennis player and what skills we need to improve on to be a better person and thus a better teammate and how that relates back into being a better tennis player. So I feel like there's been a bigger focus on um, not just, you know, repetition or, you know, getting out and playing points again, getting back into the flow of match. Um, but coach is always so, um, always put such importance on developing us as people. And I feel like that's been like, especially prevalent in the past uh, couple weeks that we've been training. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's big. And some, it's, it can be hard to, to embrace that when it's the pressure of college athletics and the pressure of succeeding. And, you know, now you guys are first again and trying to get to the title again. And, um, there's so much that goes on and, and trying to simplify it and focus on being a, being who you want to be, um, can lead to that success. Sometimes it, it's, you know, it's inadvertent like that. Um, anything in your game that you want to, you want to bring out this year that you're looking to implement or, um, uh, business as usual. Um, honestly, business as usual, but business for me is always working on new things. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's never a single practice where I'm not thinking about, you know, like this needs to get better. This needs to improve. You know, it's never a dull day for me. Um, but especially, you know, like I'm hoping that for anybody who comes out to watch that you guys will see me more at the net. Um, I need to really start, you know, closing out with volleys instead of, you know, grinding from the baseline and waiting for the winner from the baseline. Like I should be going forward and pressing my opponent. So yeah, hopefully we'll see that a bit more in the spring. Yeah. There'll be plenty of chances of it. It's the benefit of playing in tennis in the South. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be outside quite a bit. You guys are starting on the road. This interview will come after uh, the Florida match, but um, another, another one in Athens, um, you guys will be home in February. So uh, thanks for taking time today, Kit. Good luck with everything. Congrats on the success that you've had. And uh, we'll be watching you this year.